Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome. 
Welcome back to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. And today I have Ted Rice on the show. And he also has his own podcast called The Legendary Life Podcast. He's a personal trainer, a peak performance coach, and podcaster. And he's overcome a tremendous amount in his quest to live a legendary life that we are going to talk all about in this podcast and how he opened up on here. I am just beyond grateful for, and I know it's going to impact your life in a very large way as it did mine. And he has worked with Fortune 500 CEOs, busy professionals, and celebrities, including Richard Branson, Ricky Martin, and Robert Downey Jr. He's helped his clients develop and stick with high performance habits that help them manage stress and adversity and lead more successful lives. And most of all, on top of all of the things that he's accomplished and been through, I just absolutely loved his openness, his heart, his vulnerability, and his how down to earth he was. So let's get started. Ted, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you. I love the name of your show, Earn Your Happy. Too many people are out there who wonder why they're not enjoying the type of life they want, enjoying the type of health they want, and it's because we haven't earned it yet. So love the show, love the the premise as well. Ah, thank you so much. And you have a show. What's the name of your show? Legendary Life. Oh, I love that. Okay, that totally makes me want to dig in to a couple questions right away. But I want everybody to get to know you. So could you share a little bit about your story? Um, Because I'm sure life has not always looked this way for you. So could you tell us about your story and what's inspired you to get on the path that you're on? Absolutely. So right now, I... I've been a health and fitness professional in Miami Beach, Florida for the past 17 years. I've worked with a lot of celebrities like Richard Branson, Robert Downey Jr., Ricky Martin. Uh, Most of my personal training clients now are CEOs of multi-million dollar companies. Um, I have a podcast called Legendary Life that you just asked me about. I have a, a coaching business. I just launched a speaking career. But like you said, Lori, That's just the snapshot, the tip of the iceberg that everybody sees and says, Ted, you look like you're killing it on Facebook and Instagram, and I see you doing this and that. But the truth is, I'm an ordinary guy. I was born with no special skills, no talents, no genetic gifts. In fact, I've had to overcome a lot of tragedy, personal tragedy to get to where I am. I lost my mom when I was in high school sent me down a, a dark road mm. that I had to pull myself out of. I got into a lot of trouble in high school. Was not while you were focusing on getting good grades to get into a good college. I was uh, doing the things that you shouldn't be doing. Mm. And um, I started to pull it together when I got into university, which I got into by the skin of my teeth. And um, I had another tragedy happen. My my nine year old brother disappeared when I was 19 years old. And uh, I I don't want to go too much into it unless you want me to, but Mm. we uh, found out what had happened to him three months later after a long, it seemed more like three years, uh, and and it made national news because Mm. of who my parents were, two successful attorneys. They met with uh, Bill Clinton, who was president at the time. They went on Oprah to talk about what it was like to have a a child gone missing. Mm. 
and uh, I fell apart oh. emotionally, physically, and we found out what had happened to him, and he was kidnapped that day walking home from school. He was sexually assaulted mm. in a place not even a mile away from where my parents live. He was eventually murdered. Mm. And uh, I, I tell you that mm-hmm. because that's how I got into the fitness business. After a few years after that, after being completely lost, not not knowing what to do with my life, because before that I wanted to, I wanted to be a neuroscientist, Lori. I wanted mm. to study the brain. And uh, because I felt like sometimes our brains are more in control of us than the other way around. And all that went away. My dreams were shattered. My, my thoughts about what was possible in my life was shattered. Uh, and I never thought I would be able to be happy again. Mm-hmm. I never thought that I'd be able to live a life of joy again. Mm-hmm. But after a few years of that, I found myself in the fitness business. And I, what I say is that fitness saved my life. Mm-hmm. And I mean that literally because mm-hmm. I was down some really dark roads, as you might imagine. Mm-hmm. And, and and for people listening, that's my story. It may sound pretty crazy and tense depending on what your experience has been this far in your life. But the fact is we all will go through struggles. Mm-hmm. And so my message is... <laughs> Focus on health and fitness. It's the mm-hmm. foundation of getting past your obstacles, getting through your struggles, and becoming the person that you truly want to be. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing that. It just, it, to, to be able to um, hear it and also know that you're capable of, you know, being in the position you're in today and choosing to be happy um, really gives a lot of hope on so many, you know, whether, whether people have gone through something like that or not, it just really puts it into perspective of what is possible. So what were some of the first glimmers, you know, where, where it's just, it's dark, it's very dark and you don't even know where to turn. What were some of the first things, were they signs in your body? Were they, you know, did you pray? What, what were some things that started to turn you into the, onto the path that got you moving out of that? Well, I was in a position that I felt like a victim. Mm -hmm. I I was so angry and I wanted to know the answer to the question, why me, Mm -hmm. right? Why me? Why this? Why after all the other things that I've been through, why me? Mm -hmm. And I started to understand that like the name of your show, I needed to take control of my life. That's why I like the name of your show so much and earn my happiness back, earn my health back, mm-hmm. earn a path, uh, a career path. And I, I, although I didn't, you know, explain it the way I'm explaining it now, mm-hmm. I, I didn't think about things that back then in the same way mm-hmm. because I was just a, a young guy, but I, I, I knew that nothing was changing. And if I kept on this path, I was going to end up Mm. either in the hospital or dead. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want that to happen because I was so young. I felt like, you know, I don't know what's possible after this, what type of happiness is possible, but I can't keep this up because this is getting nowhere. Mm. And that was 
when you hit bottom, you got nowhere to go except up. Mm. And I, I felt like I sunk as low as I could go without having an irreversible health crisis or, you know, overdosing on drugs or, uh, you know, being hospitalized because I just stopped eating because mm. I did just kind of stop eating for a while. Mm. And that was kind of the, 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 the glimmer that of, of hope, right? That was the kind of the mental shift. And I also, I don't want to say it was all me because so many times we feel like, well, I've got to pull myself by, up by my bootstraps. Mm-hmm. And while that's true, I believe, I also had some people who helped me. Mm-hmm. My sister, I had a friend, and they helped get me out of the physical environment that I was in. They, mm. I, I actually got out of the place I was living, and I went and moved to a different place. So having people around you who truly support you, not say they support you, you know, don't answer your calls when you're in trouble, but having people that truly support you, going out of your way to have those types of relationships. Again, I didn't think about it in the way I'm talking about it now, but looking back, those are two key things that helped me get on the path to where I felt like I had something to offer the world. I had an opportunity to to live a great life again. Mm. Wow. You said some really impactful things and some things that brought me back to, you know, some dark places in my life. You said just recognizing that that's not working for you anymore. Like there's this point where you, you can't fathom tomorrow being the same again. And it's like, you have to make some new choices no matter how hard they are, because nothing will be as hard as going through another day that was the same as today. That was so painful. So to me, like being able to look forward and, and understand that if you keep living this day over and over again, you won't, you can't take it anymore. So like the projection of being able to see that. And also, you know, every time I've been able to shift to, it's been because of people and also getting outside of my environment, the current environment where you're feeling those feelings. So that is so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing those. So that started moving you into these new opportunities and new choices. So what was coming into your space, you know, that you were starting to think of, you you say, um, you know, I do believe also that changing just your biochemistry and start moving and start getting into fitness that, that it can, that it can really save your life. So what did you start seeing with that and the choices you were making when you were getting into health and fitness? Well, I noticed it. I mean, there's a, a bit of a story behind that mm-hmm. where I, I was lost. And then I started, I, I made a friend going back to having supportive people around you. Mm-hmm. I met a guy who was really into exercising and I was previously into exercising, but I went down a road of, of drugs and alcohol and I wasn't eating. And, um, you know, I was, I was in pretty poor health. I was weak. I was frail and he got me into exercising again. And the beautiful thing about exercise and why I think it's really the place where most people should start is because, it may take you a long time to feel the benefits of mm-hmm. eating healthy yes. or you got to wait for the eight hours of sleep to feel better after a, a good night of sleep, provided that you even have one. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have trouble about sleep with sleeping, but exercise, if you do the right intensity and the right duration of exercise, 
you can be feeling terrible beforehand and you can do a workout and you feel better afterward. Mm -hmm. And that's what I started experiencing. Mm -hmm. I could earn my happiness Mm -hmm. through something that I could do. It didn't change the fact that the, my brother was dead or the other situations that I didn't even talk about yet, or, you know, maybe we won't even get to it, but I was able to take control and earn my happiness to create my happiness. And I kept doing it. And today, you know, you said I made a choice to, to, I chose to to be happy. I really feel like I still earn it. Mm -hmm. It's not like I could stop doing those things and then I would be fine. I still have to earn it by focusing on sleep, the quality of my sleep, the quality of my nutrition and the quality and quantity of my movement. So that's when I started learning like, wow, this is powerful. I can exercise and feel better. And as you know, Lori, because you're you're a, a fitness world champion and uh, you're an expert in fitness as well, so much of what we're able to do in life comes down to our state, mm-hmm. how good we feel. And exercise is is that it's it's a tool. Forget about you know looking better in the mirror. That's important. The the ten pounds you put on over the summer, taking the kids out and barbecuing and all that, and drinking a little bit of beer or whatever you're doing. Okay, that's important too. But more, look at health and fitness. Look at exercise as a tool for success. And um, that's what I was able to do with myself. And that's what started my business, my personal training business, I was able to do that for other people. Mm. And I was so passionate about doing that for other people that when I first got hired as a personal trainer, they weren't going to let me work the weight room because I had dropped out of college after what had happened to my brother. I couldn't focus anymore in in textbooks and lectures Mm -hmm. by uh, uh, the professors. Mm -hmm. It was just too much for me when I experienced something so real. But I I was so passionate about training people that I would train people for free, even though my boss said, hey, we're going to hire you to put back weights. It's going to be probably two years before we let you train anybody. Mm-hmm. I just started picking people up off the floor and showing them exercises, how to structure a workout, how to eat better, and giving them little mini lectures on nutrition. Um, and people said things to my boss, and then all of a sudden he's like, you know what, we don't usually do this but we're going to let you train people. So within a few months, I was able to start training people. Wow. And I've had a lot of ups and downs in my business. And we can, I'm happy to share that if you think it would be beneficial to your audience, but I will say that mm-hmm. started the thing that um you know, that that started that spark mm. that hey, this is this is gold. This is something that everyone needs. Mm. Oh, I love that. So just by being able to tap into that for yourself and, you know, earning your happiness, that's literally, I so am, I'm resonating with everything that you're saying right now, because, you know, I could make one different choice in the morning and my life would look completely different because I know what I need and I know what makes me happy. And just like when you learned what makes you happy, it's like, oh, working out, training, you realize that exercise is a tool, like you're saying, that can make other people happy. So it's like this hidden, it's like the bait and switch, right? Okay, we're going to exercise, but you're actually going to feel purpose. You're going to feel happiness. And by doing that, it opens up this whole 
other world. So I know this probably happened for you. So what did that open up when you started really tuning into what you desired for your life? Yeah, I was on top of the world. That's where I met a lot of people in Miami Beach. I, I was training at the top gym at the time, uh, the Eden Rock Spa and Resort in the Eden Rock Hotel. Met famous people, local celebrities, restaurant owners, club owners. I, I was living the life. Uh, and I, it was just, it was a dream come true. But like I told you, there were some ups and downs. And um, while I did structure, because we talked about before how some people may be stuck in a situation that they're not completely, <clears throat> excuse me, enthusiastic about. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, when I first started personal training, I was unbelievably enthusiastic about it. Mm -hmm. But it gets to the point where, okay, well, I've done this for a while. Now it's time to transition into something different. Mm -hmm. And I started feeling stuck again after a while, even though I had this amazing life going out. Uh, I was, it was all VIP all the time, you know, with, with all the people that I knew. But I still wasn't happy. And, and I was going out. I was drinking too much uh, again because I got invited to these events and everybody's drinking. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I got sucked back into that for a while. But then I realized, you know, I need to go to the next level. And unfortunately, the story of tragedies didn't end with my brother. Uh, my my dad's wife, my stepmother, ended up dying a few years back. I ended up drop. I went back to school to to study some to get uh, some more education. I had to drop out again because my dad got sick. I didn't have to, but it was my dad or school, and I chose family over. Uh, good grades and following that path. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I was out it again and out of school again. And I had cut back on my clients. So I needed to start over, start the business back up, get more clients. It was a struggle. Mm -hmm. And a few years after that, my sister committed suicide. Mm. And it's just like, oh, mm. it's been such a crazy, intense time. And, and, you know, someone even asked me when they heard this story. I mean, it's all over the internet. And if you Google my name or my sister's name or my brother's name, it's all there for you to read if you're interested. Uh, but someone asked me, "Is Ted? Is that is that a truce? Are you?" He thought I was making it up oh because goodness. it's such a ridiculous mm -hmm. story. It's so unbelievable in in many ways, and and I felt like I, I was in disbelief as well. Mm -hmm. So, but after my sister committed suicide. That was, uh, I guess, 2012, the end of 2012. I had to recover the entire year. And again, I this time I kind of knew what to do. I took care of myself. I focused. I, I, I had to push down all my emotions, all the things that I was struggling with. Uh, you know, I had to step up for my father because he had lost another child. Mm. And a year after that, after going through that grieving process again and struggling through some tough times financially and emotionally, I started Legendary Life. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I'm going to stop playing small in my life and I'm going to go for it. And I started the podcast in 2014 
and uh, or at the end of 2013 and i've been going for it ever since i've i've become a speaker a, pu- a professional speaker mm. and uh i didn't talk about this before but i also got involved in martial arts and i i competed in brazilian jiu-jitsu and i was going to do an mma fight because i i thought that was something that would really that's something that i really wanted to do i ended up not doing it but the point why i'm telling you that is because a lot of people think mma fighting is is so hardcore and so dangerous and so scary but for me mm-hmm. you know i had conquered that what was standing in my way what i was being a wuss about a wimp about was stepping up and becoming a professional speaker it's something that i'd always mm-hmm. wanted to do ever since i've been seeing some of my heroes in the the fitness industry do it but i was too scared mm. And I said, you know what, for my sister, for my uh, brother, for my mother, I'm going to go after it. And mm-hmm. so I jumped into that. I started um, taking po- uh, uh, professional speaking lessons. I went to courses on public speaking. I took improv acting classes. I went to Toastmasters. And, mm-hmm. and I just gave my first keynote speech this year. And I've, I've given three other speeches this year. And mm-hmm. I'm going to give at least one more. So... Uh, I'm, I'm sharing that. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, it's it's been so crazy and so hard. But the reason I share it is because even though your listeners may not be going through or have gone through something like that, I know someone's got cancer, a family member with cancer in their life or dying from heart disease or already dead from heart disease. We see it everywhere. Or perhaps mm-hmm. they're struggling in their business. Perhaps they're in a job that they don't love perhaps mm-hmm. it's sucking their soul out of them mm-hmm. these are the things that we need to deal with in life mm-hmm. and those obstacles are the path to the life you truly want to live mm. wow so the obstacles are the path to the life that we truly want to live and you've been able to you know tr- i got to talk to you a few minutes before this and you are so you're filled with enthusiasm you're filled with joy you're filled with life you're doing all of these different things because you are creating purpose for yourself you know a purpose outside of of whatever it is that you know was keeping you in a dark place and it's do you feel like like that's vital for people to be able to do. So whether it's somebody dealing with a tragedy or whether it's somebody, you know, I had somebody who just asked me who says they want to thrive in corporate America, even though they have all of these other dreams right now, it's like, how can I be happy and create purpose outside of something right now, even if it's something I don't want to be doing? And I know you said you have some experience with that. Could you elaborate for us? Sure. And like I said, Right, right now, I'm kind of in that situation again where I was in love with personal training. I was in love with showing up one-on-one and giving my all to that person and helping them achieve their goals with health and fitness and seeing also the mental and emotional transformation that happened as well. Mm-hmm. But now I've been doing it for 17 years, It's and I've stayed in it for probably a little too long. And I have to keep doing it at the moment, even though I have an online fitness coaching group that's doing really well, and I have these uh, uh, you know, speaking events that I'm doing, but I still have to stick it out. So what I'd say to you if you're in a similar place is, number one, You need to be training yourself. You need to stop looking at exercise and eating right and and sleeping 
you know, getting into bed no later than 11 and doing all the sleep hygiene things that I'm sure uh, you've talked about, Lori, or mm-hmm. and your guests have talked about. But you got to look at that as training mm-hmm. for the event, right? And the event is making your shift into what you truly want to do. If you want to start your own business, if you want to become a speaker like me or Lori, if you want to, uh, if you want to do anything like that, Mm -hmm. you need to train yourself. You need to be ready. The opportunities come to people who are doing the right things. So you have to be ready and you have to keep also doing a great job at where you're working right now. I don't show up to my clients and say, I don't really want to be here. I'd rather be doing doing an interview with Lori Harder on her Earn the Happy <laughs> podcast, but I'm here. No, I show up and I bring it because I have this other thing going on. I know everything is – I need to stay in the best state I can and deliver the best value I can in my personal training and in the other business ventures I'm working on. That's what I would say to you. Also, some people, you may be in a situation where you don't have the idea yet. You're you're like, I don't I don't even know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I know I'm in corporate America. I know I want to thrive here, even though I don't uh, want to be here in many ways. <laughs> yeah. But. What I would tell you is get really clear because the path to entrepreneurship, to working on your own, to becoming a freelancer, whatever it is that you want to do, you have to be all in Mm -hmm. to do that. So make sure the grass isn't greener Mm -hmm. because I would never wish the types of the the work that I have to put into what I do, I would would never be able to do it if I weren't all in. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're all in. Mm -hmm. And entrepreneurship isn't for everyone. You may be exactly where you need to be, but perhaps maybe you're not in the right corporation. Maybe you're working in something like cold and heartless, like accounting or banking, and maybe you need to be in an organization that, like Tesla or Apple or you know something where where your vision and your values are congruent with the corporation that you're working for. And there's plenty of them right now. There's so many. Um, or perhaps you have a family and you do know what you want to do, but you can't quite make the move because you've got to, you've got to take care of your family. You've got to save up for the college education for the kids and you've got to put food on the table and pay the mortgage, Mm -hmm. you know, in all those cases there, time is long, right? You're going to have time eventually to do things, but you've got to stick it out and it requires persistence and it requires that you take care of yourself. You do that training that I talked about. Think of being, you got to be in shape for life. You're, you, I'm not an athlete. I'm not a pro athlete or an Olympic athlete. You're probably not either, but we've got to be in shape for our life. And a lot of it has to do with managing our stress, our mental state and, and, Uh, Being able to have the endurance because what we want to do, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm. 
Yes. So much yes to so much of what you just said. It's, I use that same language in my head is you're just in training because some, there's a lot of times that when I first started this, you know, I started, um, health and fitness because I wanted something, right. I wanted to look a certain way, or I thought that being fit would make me feel confident or get me something in the very beginning. And those are great carrots, but they only go so far. They don't last very long. It's very easy to get over them. Like whatever, I don't see the results. So we're going back to this old life. So it's like the training for me is it's a reminder all of the time that, you know, if I'm going to sit down to do a, a five, 10 minute meditation, it's not because I need to see a visualization and I want to feel this way and whatever. It's like, no, this is mind training to, to just give yourself some space to relax, to chill out, to just allow things to happen in your life. And without that for me, you know, it's easy, very easy for me to get really chaotic. So training, whatever it is, it's like, um, remembering that if, if that being able to leave your job or go to the next job, if that is not in the picture yet, if that's not even close, it's like, well, you still have a lot of training that you get to do to become that person that'll be able to handle that. So I love it. And you talk about training for life. So stress tips, I would love to know some great things that we could implement no matter where we're at in our lives. When we start to feel that, like that urge to, you know, get frustrated or want to leave or not be happy or, you know, dwell on the negative? What are some things that you do that are best for stress? Yeah, I love this. And uh, I love what you said there as well. And, uh, you know, I think we're kindred spirits in many ways, Lori. <laughs> so stress, I love it because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so stressed. And, and you're like, okay, really? Well, mm. um, how many hours of sleep did you get? And what time did you go to bed? Mm. Well, I stayed up till two and I was watching I was watching the tell end of Game of Thrones or, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever show you're watching. It's like, you're not stressed. You're sleep deprived. Mm -hmm. You will never like, that's why I love the name of your show. You will never earn your happy. You will never earn that calmness, that, that stress free feeling. If you don't do that, the human body has rules that it abides by just like you can't stop breathing you can't just stop eating. You can't just stop drinking water if you want. You can't, you, you have to follow certain rules. Sleep, I would first look at your sleep. Mm -hmm. Now, some people may say, well, okay, well, I'm, I'm you know, it, let's get that out of the way, right? Mm -hmm. So some people may say, I'm sleeping Well, I go to bed. I'm in by, bed by 10 or 11. I get my seven to nine hours of sleep, which reach, research shows is the, the optimal amount for an adult human being but I'm still stressed. Um, another thing I would look at is uh, the job that you're in. Mm -hmm. There have been tons of studies done on stress and uh, our, our professional status, if you will. Mm -hmm. And it, Simon Sinek, if uh, you're not familiar with him, he's got a great book called Leaders Eat Last. Mm -hmm. And he, he goes into all these things about how human beings need to feel safe. And what I'll tell you is if you don't feel safe in the place that you're working, you're always going to feel stressed. Mm -hmm. If you feel like the people you're working with, your colleagues, are going to stab you in the back as soon as you, you know, turn around, look at that. Look at also the other people around you. 
and your your friends make sure you have true friends people who support you and people who aren't dragging you out to drink more to engage in behaviors that while are fun occasionally if you're doing them regularly are going to make you feel stressed because if you drink too much alcohol you're not going to sleep well regardless of your, if you're in bed by 10 p.m or not Mm-hmm. So, so those are the things to look at. Now, let's talk about some things that let's say, okay, well, you're doing all that. You got great friends. You work in a in a pretty solid place. You feel secure in your career, whether you are in love with your career or not. Let's look at some things uh, that we we can uh, do to manage stress. So, you already mentioned one, Lori, meditation. I don't know what you use. I'm I'm a little bit of a uh, a reluctant meditator. So I use the Headspace app mm. and I find that helps me uh, do meditation because otherwise I'm not the type of person who can just sit down and say, okay, I'm going to meditate now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of high, I'm kind of like adrenaline, a bit of an adrenaline junkie, a little hyperactive. Some mm-hmm. people might say. So that's, <laughs> I love it. that's what I would recommend. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing, make sure that you're doing enough aerobic exercise. So many of us, we hit the circuit training, the CrossFit, the high intensity interval training. That stuff's great, but it's highly demanding on your body. And if you're doing that all the time, you can get what's called sympathetic overreaching or sympathetic overtraining. And that simply means that you, you have a you have two sides to your uh, your autonomic nervous system. Your sympathetic nervous system, which is uh, I know it sounds sciencey. But it just means your fight or flight response. And then you have your parasympathetic, which which is your rest and digest. So if you're weight training, high-intensity interval training, uh, uh, doing CrossFit, things like that, that's very sympathetic-driven. Very, uh, It's adrenaline junkie stuff. And I love it, too. That's what I love to do. It makes me feel alive, especially uh, you know Brazilian jiu-jitsu martial arts. Mm. But you can't do it all the time. So make sure you are getting your meditation in. Make sure you're taking a yoga class. Make sure you're doing deep breathing exercises. Make sure you're uh, recovering from your workouts. Another thing that's a little less uh, t- intensive and, and something you can do, it's more of a short short fix, instant gratification type of thing, is make sure you have adequate magnesium levels. Mm. I just took a magnesium bath a little while ago. I love ancient minerals, magnesium bath flakes. Too many of us are deficient in magnesium because we don't eat enough green leafy vegetables or maybe we have gut issues. So make sure you're getting magnesium. And I love transdermal magnesium. You can buy the bath flakes online. You can get Epsom salts from your CVS or Walgreens or or drugstore, wherever you are. Uh, You can also take it orally, but I think transdermally is more powerful Mm. so experiment with the baths if you don't like taking baths use the ancient minerals magnesium lotion i rub that on my body before i go to bed i I have some sleep issues which is you know i guess we're not going to talk about it today but i i'm really into sleep hygiene and the science of sleep and how to optimize it um and i rub this stuff on my body it helps me get into deeper sleep faster than if I didn't use it. So I'm more likely to sleep through the night without waking up and uh, also get better quality sleep uh, when I I am asleep. So that's something you can do as well. Um, 
And, and those are some that I think everyone can do. Also, static stretching is another good one. Deep breathing with static stretching. If you're not a yoga person and you don't want to do the ohm and, you know, <laughs> do the chanting, some static stretching with deep breathing, that's something that can calm you down as well. Mm -hmm. But making sure you're actually like you, like I keep going back to the name of your podcast or you're happy, make sure you earn your stress mm -hmm. for relief. Yeah. Oh, so many good, good tips. Oh my goodness. So literally you guys, if you just implement one of those, if you're not doing any of them, pick one. I already am like, I'm going to go get that lotion. Um, cause I'm not a big bath person. Cause that requires like sitting there. Um, <laughs> which I need more of. So we'll work into it. We're going to yeah. work up to it. <laughs> I'm like, I meditate. Maybe, maybe I'll meditate in the bathtub. There you go. Okay. Um, but so many good things. And yes, stretching is just one of those things that I, it just brings you back to self, you know, so don't be stretching, thinking about all of the stressful things you have to do for the day. Just be present with it. Um, and these are so many great, uh, ideas, Ted. I absolutely loved having you on this podcast. I would love for everybody to be able to, um, follow you and be able to find out more about you. So where can we do all of that? Yeah, the best place. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. It was a lot of fun and thanks for holding the space to, mm. to let me kind of open up as well as to share some practical things. I really appreciate that, Lori. Mm. But if you want to hear more about me and I, I do a deep dive into the science of nutrition and sleep and exercise, if you want more of that as well as some, some motivation thrown in to keep you motivated. So mm -hmm. go to legendarylifepodcast.com. And if you'd like to have me help you get your health handled you can also go to legendarylifepodcast.com slash coaching and uh you know sign up for the coaching program if you want me to be mm -hmm. your coach mm. so awesome i love that you do that and i love that i'm bringing more men into the podcast because i just think you know i have so many women that listen as well who are looking for um, basically something for their partners or their husbands or whatever that is, or for themselves. So I'm beyond grateful to have you on and thank you for sharing everything that you shared. And I'm seriously going to reach out to you for probably another podcast on sleep, because I just think it is so, so vital. And we could clearly talk about 50,000 different topics. So thank you again for that. And one last question. So sure. <laughs> if you are on an elevator and you have only a 30 second ride with somebody and they look over at you and they say, how can I make myself happy? What do you say? Wow. I would say number one, you already have everything that you need to be happy. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is start using it. Mm -hmm. I want you as soon as you get out of this elevator, I want you to go for a walk. I want you to get outside. I want you to get some sunshine. Hopefully the weather's nice in the area. Uh, but, and, and if it isn't, go for a walk on a treadmill. Do some squats. Do some push-ups. Do some hollow body holds. Do some side planks. After that, go have a green smoothie with some protein, some kale, some, uh, you know, something that's going to nourish you. After that, you will feel happier. Do some meditation mm -hmm. after that. You have the power. You have the tools. What you need is to start doing it. And if you can't bring yourself to do that, 
hire a coach to help you. Mm. So perfect. Thank you so much. And you guys, if you love this podcast as much as I did, make sure you share it. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, all I'm so excited to share with you. Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. 
It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthday.com slash Lori. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday. I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back. And I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.